When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to 4D, the podcast all about New Girl. I'm your host, Jill, here on Zoom with my co-host, Heather. Hi, everybody. And Joseph. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like an angry hello. And we're here to discuss season four, episode seven, Goldmine. But before we do, as always, we'll confuse Joe by passing around the feeling stick. Joe, do you have something for the feeling stick? Yeah, you know, I think my feeling stick is going to be off screen today. And what I mean by that is there's been some good comments about our podcast on Instagram. Oh, true. Yeah, where people are like, you know, I kind of like this more in-depth thing and, you know, the fans perspective thing. And I, I think that's that that rings true with a lot of things you know like you know they can relate the way we relate versus an actor can relate you know nice a very a very carefully worded feeling stick i agree joe yeah Yeah, it's it's all relatable now has i would normally go to you but i'm gonna give myself the turn first because mine was similar i had two things in my notes for feeling stick one, that there was a time a couple, not that long ago, when I was like, should we even keep doing the podcast? Like, I'm not sure what to do in this situation. And like the, uh, and I didn't really say it on the podcast or on Instagram too much or anything, but they're like lately the overwhelming, like really nice and kind responses to people. Some fans are new because they're commenting. We're not nice enough to Joe. So they haven't gotten the dynamic well, yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> To clarify, there was a gnat in front of the screen. That's why I was doing that, Joe. <laughs> not having a seizure. Um, my second feeling stick is not related to New Girl or really anything that has to do with this podcast at all. But I'm going to the John Mayer concert in three weeks at the Forum. And I'm so excited. And I won my tickets on a radio station. And I still don't have them. So I'm super worried that they're terrible seats. And I'm going to have to buy better seats. And they're going to be sold out. But overall, <laughs> I'm pumped. And you have Nice. Um, I have two feeling sticks. I would like everyone to know that I am a good person. And Jill is now (laughs) in possession of her glasses. Wow. I returned them, as you all might remember from last week, we discovered for eight years I had her glasses. And also, I watch a show on Netflix called Sweet Magnolias. Mm. I was... Impressed with the second season. The first season was great. But if you enjoy like pretty print dresses, um, you know, you're a fan of clothes like Jess's, or they're not like Jess's, but if you like to see women in pretty dresses, they have a lot of great dresses. They're always at church and special stuff. Cool. Okay. So you can watch that if you want to. All right. And then we'll kick off the episode. The description. For season four, episode seven, Goldmine is, this is the Netflix description, 
Jess's new boyfriend seems threatened by Nick, so Nick pretends to be gay. Schmidt is dismayed when Cece contemplates breast reduction surgery. Before I pass it over to Joe for the Joe Flix description, I want to say that this is one of the most brilliant episodes of New Girl. Has two of the strongest, funniest scenes. And I'm so excited to talk about it. Joe, Joe Flix. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. Okay. Yeah. Well, let me explain. That's so, what the segment is. <laughs> Jess is wanting to bring her boyfriend home and all the exes leave Nick, right? So there's one example. Can't teach an old dog new tricks. Nick with all the different girls from the tavern, the tavern girls, mm-hmm. or the hussies, or the uh-ohs, the uh-ohs, whatever you want to call them. And then Nick pretending to be gay. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> you can't teach, you know, a straight man cannot pretend to be gay. It just, it just doesn't happen. It's too hard for Nick. I shouldn't say, I shouldn't generalize it. Yeah, you shouldn't it, say but that. Nick, <laughs> Unless but for Nick, ass. it's just not there. Okay, Heather, Joe Flix or Netflix? Joe Flix? I'm going with neither. (laughs) (laughs) Guest stars from this episode include Michael Stahl, who plays... Nope. Michael Stahl David, sorry, who plays Ian, who is in Narcos, and Tina, who's played by Amanda Lund. And I have to be honest, I watched this episode a lot of days ago. I'm really worried about how I'm going to do on this. So we kick things off in the loft. Jess is going on her third date with Ian, which is, quote, when mama gets her biscuits, which means she'll be bringing him home. And should she tell Ian she's living with her ex? All the guys say no, except for Nick's like, yes, I love to tell girls that I live with my ex because he sleeps with them and then they bounce and they don't try to have a commitment. And again, we're seeing Nick do some real weird behavior. He's not really the healthiest mental state, I think, currently. Probably and he offers to pretend to be a ghost. He did offer to pretend to be a ghost. I don't think it was, it hasn't happened yet, but yeah, it might have. Um, So Nick and Jess are together in the next scene in the loft. And he's referring to the girls, like Joe said, the tavern girls, the uh uh-ohs. And he says, just um, tell Ian, that's when he comes up with all the excuses that she could give other than saying that she lives with her ex. So we're in the elevator with coach and Winston. And Winston is sorting the hot girl neighbor's mail, who technically Schmidt should be like subletting to them, but that's never addressed. Yeah. And he says that girls, these girls won't ever sleep with you. And he's like, I'm playing the long game coach. Like I'm putting in the work and coach just asks the girls, you want to hang out? And they say, yes. Oh, unbelievable. What Heather? (laughs) Yeah. That was so funny. Yeah. But okay. So for those who have closed captions, oh boy, <laughs> the first part of the the conversation when the three guys are there and Jess is you miss some of the hilarious jokes that was told, and one of them was that Jess said, "Look, guys, we got to keep the toilets flushed. Stick around. Take a second look." Yeah. <laughs> So to clarify, you don't need closed caption in order to hear that joke. It's just that we're on Zoom and I only have 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> thank and, you. And, oh, there's and more. Then, I don't know if the girl is there yet, but the girl who 
she comes out of the room right in the middle of their conversation. Steal stuff. And then she overhears, oh, but I live with my ex. And she's like, oh, I'm out of here. But first I'm going to steal some stuff. And then <laughs> as she takes the books on the bookcase, Coach goes, we don't that's okay. Them. We don't read those no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to justify the stealing as no big deal. Right. right. Okay, so to move on only in the interest of Zoom time, we find out that Cece is trying to borrow a bra from Jess, which makes no sense biologically, but she wants to feel what it would be like to have smaller chest because she's thinking of getting breast reduction surgery. And we hear Schmidt from across the loft in his room, hear this news, come running, burst in, completely freaking out. Classic Schmidt. Now we're at the bar where Schmidt is grieving and he's in the stages. He already had denial and anger. There's a little bit of a flashback. He's currently in bargaining. And then we see Winston and coach still discussing the date with the girls where Winston says he won't compromise the long game and walks away. So coach is like, you know what you need? Cause you're so upset about Cece is to go out on this date with me, which is so awful. If he knows Winston's into those girls to bring his other, friend. I'm disappointed in coach all this whole episode i'm always disappointed in coach it's a bold statement i'm gonna say 75 percent of the time i except for daquan oh daquan feldman (laughs) so jess is now on her date and she's like we should go back to mike's place but i do need to disclose that i live with my ex and he starts to make a face and she's like and three other guys it's more zany than sexy Which is amazing. And Ian's it's like, not, it really is. And Ian's not having it. So she just bursts out that her ex-boyfriend's gay. And this yeah. is what I'm talking about, Heather. I saw your face when I was like, this is the most amazing episode with the best scenes. And it's been all over the internet, this scene. When she, wa- it's one of our most viewed videos, actually, when we post it on our Instagram. When she walks in and yells, you're gay, be gay, be gay. And then he's like, well, my friends call me gay, Nick. Gay, Nick. <laughs> and then when Ian leaves and they're discussing the whole backstory and yeah. he's just like, he thinks he's shattering stereotypes and is he mad at Anderson Cooper or is it in his own way more brave what he's doing? He's from an oil town where masculinity is the, the, the currency. I mean, come on, Hebs. You got to admit. A, a perfect Sunday is pot pie, a game, and a guy with no top on. <laughs> I mean, that that is just, it's just amazing, that scene. And someone did a filter on it where like they look like Disney characters. And it, um, on TikTok, and we reposted it twice, once a long time ago, which I found it. And I was like, this is amazing. I'm going to go out of order. And then this week to talk about this episode. And Jess's face looks the same in the filter because her face is like a Disney character's, which is the only reason I watched it kind of pay attention to the first time. But if you really listen to what they're saying in that scene, it's so funny. It's like, I can't, we're doing this. Don't put me in a box. It's just great. It's just all great. Go back and watch it if you're listening to this. But well, what, what you might miss, what you might miss, if you don't have closed, closed captioning is when Nick is like, Jess is like, okay, Nick, you got to stop with the girls. I don't understand. And he's like, you don't understand. It's tough on Nick right now. Girls are wearing scarves and they're wearing boots and, you know, they're dressing all up. And Jess goes, are you blaming Autumn? Yes. <laughs> that happened a couple scenes ago, but thank you, Joe. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It was a closed caption thing. So no, it's not. It. I just don't have, I can't read the whole script of the show. <laughs> Although 
Well, that one guy on Instagram got mad at me. He's like, you could say more funny things that happen. Like, dude, how long do you have the podcast to be? <laughs> and I also want to say, because just said closed captioning twice, if there is someone out there who can help us and make the bingo sheets for the podcast, I do have a full-time job and a child who lives with me and an adult child who doesn't live with me, but who I love to get into her business and boss her around. And I help Joe with his business. And I try to maintain good mental health. I don't have time to make the podcast sheets. I don't even understand how to make the thing with squares with the things. So if you help me with stuff, I do. So if you're a person out there and you're like, oh, I know how to use whatever program you would make that in. Just can you connect with me on Instagram? I'm not looking to sell them for money. I just want everybody to have fun. So, okay, that's all. And Joe and I don't help with the podcast. You guys really don't? You don't at all. (laughs) Okay. Sometimes you even make it harder. (laughs) Which is why I'm out of Joe. (laughs) Okay, we're going to run out of time. So uh, the guys show up for the dates at the apartment with the girls. And Winston's there putting together a shelf. Schmidt's in a depression. He's acting weird. He's talking about CC's two breasts going away, but it sounds like he's talking about the guys going away. The girls are getting really emotional. Eventually (laughs) they figure out what happens and they kick them out. And Winston is so mad because coach just ruined six months of his life. He's been working on the long game with these girls. Oh, so now we're in Jess's room. She high fives Ian which she got mad at Dr. Sam for high-fiving her, giving her knuckles. So that bothers me. And Nick's at the door. He messed up. He made a mistake. It was too hard being gay for one night. <laughs> I and he brought a tavern girl home. And he gay. can't get rid of her. <laughs> so Jess tries to scare her off herself. And it doesn't work. Winston's back in the girl's apartment. Coach completely loses it. And he's like, that's enough. You're manipulating my friend. You have to stop. And they're like, no, we're not. And he's like, well, Winston's not going to help you anymore. I love Winston's gigantic pencil behind his ear, by the way. I love that thing. And it matches the yellow in his shirt. Yes. And his hard hat, which he doesn't have on then. We'll see later. So eventually the girls decide to play rock, paper, scissors to see who's going to sleep with him. There is a winner. (laughs) Winston's like, you don't have to do it. She's like, no, it's okay. I kind of want to. And, you know, coach is just like completely left in shock. I, there's a lot to unpack there. I'm just going to move yeah. on. But there's one thing I- It's a very I, problematic scene. I have to back up to Nick's date when she says to Jess, do you, you look like my dead friend, Karen. Does anyone tell you that? <laughs> I feel like they could tell her that. There's a lot, there's a lot in that scene too. And I'm, I'm disappointed yeah. we can't go more into it, but that's a really good, funny scene. So in the kitchen, Nick's just saying weird, random stuff that makes him sound like a very odd gay person. And Ian's like, you know what? I don't think you're really gay. And that again, Heather, this is the tie-in back to my favorite scene. Schmidt comes in in a cardigan. He's depressed. Where have you been? I've been worried. It plays perfectly like he is gay and he is Nick's boyfriend. And Ian says, I'm so sorry. Like that was beautiful. And then I love when Nick's like, give me a kiss. And he kisses Schmidt, who's always trying to kiss him. He's like, I feel like that was more for me than it was for you. The scruff on your face is perfect. Don't change your beard setting. It's so funny. (laughs) And then he goes, I like sleeping guys. We call them browsers. Yeah, I forgot about that. What kind of guys do you like? And he's the sleepy one. He's like Joe right now, who's literally like falling asleep on the Zoom during our podcast. 
Um, so uh, we're within the room and Jess apologizes because the girl comes out and kisses Nick and blows the whole thing. And she's like, but you know, would there have been really a good way for me to tell you? And the whole relationship or three dates worth of relationship kind of blows up. Uh, Cece's at her doctor's appointment. Schmidt somehow knows where it is, interrupts and wants to say goodbye to her chest. She says he could say goodbye to one boob, but he can't. Cause that's a real quote. Sophie's Chocho. <laughs> this episode is very problematic actually that is so disturbingly wrong yeah so when, nick, says, can, when the girl kissed nick though he's like what are you doing you're not a man and he's he's like, you're not a man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but back to the scene we're talking about <laughs> so cc says fine you could see both he puts an earphone so she can't hear what he's saying he has the most ridiculous gestures lengthy conversation and eventually she overhears that he says that you know she's the most beautiful girl in the world and and so it doesn't really matter whatever something kind of touching um so then in the bathroom everyone's waiting for winston's in the shower because he gets real dirty and that's when they find out cc may not go through with the surgery and winston comes in and says can i take a shower next i'm real dirty and we find out nick's date is in there and they have great water pressure because we should see all the things that are falling out of her hair you <laughs> so worried about his decision making in this episode that wraps the episode we're gonna get into the questions unless anyone wants to go back a scene or two because that seems to be the theme tonight I wish we could unpack it all. Right? We have to leave some of it packed. <laughs> For our next trip. <laughs> exactly. Some of it's in the laundry. Joe, do you have anything to say before I move on? Like I said, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Okay. I mean, Nick Nick tried to be gay and pretend he was gay and he just couldn't do it. There's too many obstacles Did to he go overcome. through a lot? Like the only obstacle he had was wanting to have sex with a girl that night, but I don't know, whatever. So we'll go to Jess look first. Joe, you love fashion. What's your favorite Jess oh, look? Oh, God, you know, Jess really wasn't in this show. I remember her wearing a white and red uh, dress, but I didn't pay much attention beyond that. <laughs> it's so many scenes. Um, Heather? Um, okay, I, I absolutely loved the sleeves on that light blue bathrobe. I, I don't like know that bathrobe. I that may be my all-time favorite of her robes slash pajamas. I like the pink robe. Yeah, the pink robe's good too, but the sleeves that's like never, catnip. Um it's I wrote so glamorous. All I wrote down for favorite look was the opposite, which was how much I hated the shirt she's wearing in the opening. It reminded me of like the outfit, the big Ghost wears and Ghostbusters. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> He's like a big white ghost and he, whatever. No, Someone know. knows. <laughs> Someone out there is going to know what I'm talking about. Like, I literally thought that's what that was. Like, oh, it's a shirt of the Ghostbuster ghost. Anyway. Yeah, he's like a puffy ghost. Yeah, yeah. He looks like he's yeah. on a cereal box or something. He's kind of like a marshmallow ghost. I'm going to move on to the interest of saving time. So <laughs> I'm giving best dressed to winston a hard hat a pencil he's adorable he's like the village people heather i see by your flail in your arm that's fine to have same these joe who's your best dress winston too oh gosh in this episode yeah. i would say this is why we need bingo <laughs> i mean trying to think because um I don't know. 
I don't think I really had one because nothing really fit with the with the thing. With the theme, you know what I'm saying? No, I just like, know who your best dressed is. Like it would have been really funny if the writers would have put in some stereotypical gay clothes and Nick all of a sudden is wearing like rainbow pants or you know these bright green neon glasses or you know what I'm saying that would have been funny but he was wearing a lumberjack shirt the whole time I mean I don't think he had time to go shopping (laughs) okay I'm gonna move on to the favorite Schmidt scene Heather why don't you kick it off because you love him best zero on the jar count by the way it's all a myth that they use the jar a lot Heather favorite Schmidt scene. I I couldn't decide between these two equally inappropriate things. It's a so lot of Coco and uh, he's the Schindler of breasts. Oh God, I forgot <laughs> about that. So or his problematic. kids will throw rocks on his grave or something. Yeah, your children or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, this episode. I don't know. Maybe it's not my favorite episode. Now I feel bad. I said that. It's not PC. Let's just. <laughs> yeah, no, but it was were... nice when when Schmidt said, "I don't care what size you are, because yeah. you're that's the most beautiful person in the world." That was yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Um, Joe, was that your favorite Schmidt moment then? When oh no! That? The the no. Nick and Schmidt interaction was hilarious. Oh, Thank you. That that was <laughs> that was so funny. Give me a kiss. No, it seems like you wanted it more than I did. Yeah. <laughs> so amazing! I know. I'm sorry I was gone all night. I know you were worried about me, but don't worry, I was safe. <laughs> Who comes up with this stuff? I wish I was that funny and creative. So, so funny. Favorite or funniest moment overall? Uh, you're gay, be gay, you're gay. And then it coming back to the scene where Schmidt walks in to me is just, I mean, overall, an episode that, yeah, not very PC now that I'm looking at it in detail. But I mean, those scenes, I, I, it doesn't matter how many times I see them, I will laugh so hard. Heather? Uh, my honey roast? No, your favorite or funniest moment, Joe Jr. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's hard to keep track of them all. I like literally ask you the question. This is what I'm saying about you guys making it harder. Yeah, I got confused. I could see why. Yeah, I didn't do a favorite funniest. Okay, Joe. I liked, fav- I liked it. Favorite oh. or funniest Joe overall? Well, it's that same scene. I mean, I don't see any scene that that really trumps it other than the conversation at the start where Jess is saying, keep the toilets flushed, you know, stick yeah. around, take a second look, that kind Tighten of stuff. it up is what she says. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so Honey Roast Award for Best Character Performance, etc. Heather, you seemed eager or ready, so why don't you lead it off? Everybody's going to have the same thing. Nick is a gay man. Nick, yes, yeah, what I have. And he I also went never- through a lot. I yeah, and he, I rarely, if ever, give him the honey roast, but he needs it. Went through a lot of girls, is what he went through a yeah. lot of. Joe, your uh, honey roast. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely Nick, and it doesn't seem like there's any jealousy in the house. I mean, that's kind of weird living with your ex. 
you know, although I live with you for like a day at a time, but when you live with them, like, oh my God, first day, of all, we'll get into that in discussion. You were here for way more than a day. Yeah. So, I mean, I just think that it's just <laughs> weird that there's no jealousy there. Uh, but again, that's, that's the shows. That's the, uh, the charm of the show, you know, is they take what could be a tense situation and turn it into hilarious, just like hilarious. They sexual situations, turn it into hilarious, you know? Yeah, we've discussed before how because of the new season starting, it was like kind of like a flash forward and just, oh, they're over each other and we're all supposed to just go along with it. And they're at a wedding trying to help each other hook up with people. Now this, but it's obvious Nick's behavior, he is not overdressed. He's not okay because he's sleeping with like trashy women and trying to get rid of them as quick as possible. Just like when he went through his underage girl phase, Heather. Well, what would happen is if you were watching the show not on Netflix, you would have had mm. a whole summer pass. So it would make sense. That's true. That's true. I yeah. still feel like it was a there's a gap. Like you didn't feel like Joe says it's weird. There's no, you know, jealousy. Yeah. Um I don't remember what question we're on. So I'm gonna move on to bears. Heather, did you catch it? Because it happened. No. Joe, did you catch the bear? Uh, let me see him. There. You either did or you didn't, pal. Nope. Okay. So because I have the scene memorized, he says, maybe I'm a bear. Maybe I'm a twinkler. And Jess goes, those aren't types or categories. Don't put me in a box. There's nothing us gay men hate more than being put in a box. <laughs> <laughs> Literally have it memorized. So that was oh, the bear. Yay yeah. us. And that brings us to discussion questions. Heather, why don't you kick it off with a discussion question? Yeah, I have, mine are pretty basic, uh, short, okay. but um, I last week of the podcast, in my feeling stick, I said, this is the first episode with the new intro, but I forgot to tie that in, in my questions, who likes the intro better or worse? That's an interesting question because it's really controversial. People are very divided, I've noticed, on the internet. Oh. I like, fuck, I'm going to get hate for this. I like this new intro. I feel like it was shorter. I feel like the other one took a lot away from the episode, like <laughs> in time wise. And I never really understood it because I was like, I get it, it's just an intro, but like, why are they doing arts and crafty performance in the loft? Who's no that girl? It's I mean, I love the song. I think it's cute, but I like this one better. And I think that like, and this is so stupid, but like Nick looks so handsome. Yeah. <laughs> so I like it better. Joe, what about you? Discussion question? No, Joe, so... pal, just answer Heather's discussion question. Do you uh -oh. like the opening where Jess sings or do you like the new one, these last two episodes, or do you even not see it because you're watching on Netflix? Well, you can hit skip intro, but uh, I like the one where at the end they go. Yeah, Lamorne's the one who whistled. We did learn yeah, that, that about whistle, a year ago. That whistle makes it hilarious. I think that's the first one, but that is the yeah, first I like one. the whistle. Heather? Well, I hope people don't start hating me, but I hated the first one. Yeah, no, that was like, way too strong. People are going to get mad at you. <laughs> it, but it would have made me not watch it if you hadn't told me to watch it. It was so lame. And then this one is more sophisticated and it has Cece in it. Cece deserves to be in it. Yeah, that's true. Okay, uh, did you say you had a second question? Yes. Um, 
How would Cece have insurance now from working part-time as a bartender? Literally, thank you. I was so worried about time. <laughs> I, I was like, I'm not even going to write it down. But I was like, what do you mean you have insurance now? You work at a bar part-time. Joe? Uh, no, because I can get insurance. Anyone get insurance now, you get Obamacare or Bidencare. Or- well, this was a different time, but... <laughs> yeah, she could have afforded to buy insurance. Joe makes a good point. Recently translated job transition. I, yeah, I just feel like if she was buying her own insurance, she could have bought it back when she was buying fancy cars and being a model. So the fact that she's at the bar now doesn't give her access to buying insurance, but it's just a plot hole. It's no big deal. Yeah. Heather, did you have another question? Are you good? Oh, do you think Jess is telling people too soon that she lives with her ex? Well, you have to tell them before they come over. It's not a first date conversation, though. Gotcha. Before they come over. I guess she's not old school. She doesn't go on like 20 dates. It was her third date, remember? That's when mama gets her biscuits. Yeah. Yeah. So by the third date, yeah, you 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 gotta tell them. That makes sense. Thanks, guys. So that leads to my question, which is, would you be okay with dating someone who lived with their ex? Or how would you react if you heard that on the third date and they weren't gay, Nick? They were clearly straight. Like, would you have a problem with that? Joe? I don't think I've ever dated a girl I lived with guys. I hope. Oh, not ones that she dated. That's weird. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have. I've always dated girls that had girl roommates. Right, but my question was like, how would you feel about it? Would you do it? Or like, if someone told you that, would you be? Yeah, I'd, I'd be okay. They said they're just friends because I've had I've had a lot of girlfriends. I have a lot of guy friends. You have a lot of guy friends. I mean, girls have guy friends because sometimes girls get along with guys better than other girls. Right. So I'm not saying, are you okay with her having friends? I'm saying if you were dating a girl and on the third date, she was like, hey, by the way, I forgot to tell you, I live with my ex-boyfriend. It was pretty serious. We broke up about four months ago, but we still live together because of financial reasons or because it's more zany than sexy. Would you be okay with that is the question. Yeah, although he had a qualifying question that was pretty good. He goes, did you say I love you? And just like, yes, He's like, I'm out of here. Oh, <laughs> he that was qualified. Okay. What about you, so that was a qualifying question. So, Joe, are you saying you'd use a qualifier? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it'd be, I mean, it'd be weird, but I, I'm a pretty trusting person. You know me. You are. I trust everybody. So until you break the trust, I'm going to trust you. Okay. Good answer, Hebs. Uh, I've been out of the dating game for about two decades, okay. but being out like you're gonna say two years, <laughs> so oh, decade. No, I wasn't gonna say two years, <laughs> two decades. Why does that have a thumbs up? Um, I shouldn't do that. Oh, so um, anyway, but I, I, stable person, so I don't think that would be a good idea. Yeah, I think it's pretty weird. I definitely have a problem with it. Although I don't, I've never lived with Joe post-divorce. I know people in general, like, especially when we first got divorced, like had a problem with and thought it was weird that we were like friendly and I don't know, raising our kids in a way that didn't make us guests on Jerry Springer, which I've never understood. So when I look at it from that lens, 
then I can see it. I could see it multiple ways. Um, but before we're out of time, Joe, did you have a question? We'll have to save when you had to stay with me for another time because we just don't have time. Um, well, I mean, the only question here is, I mean, do you have, have you ever had a guy friend who you got to say, okay, you got, you got to friend you're gay because I like this guy and <laughs> he won't like you. Even if it was just your friend, you know what I'm saying? Because some girls would do that. Some girls would be like, because they're like good friends, but because guys, not me, but other guys are like really jealous mm -hmm. and they don't want their girlfriend to have any guy friends. I, I even know guys yeah. who make a rule when you get married, no guy friends. No Those people you know sound terrible and they should probably yeah. seek I've some heard counseling. it on TikTok. I've heard it on TikTok. Oh, God. Say, I'm so upset rules. that you have TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> we, we made rules that once we get married, you can't have guy friends. I can't have you know, girlfriend. Rather than answer that question, I'm just going to address how Joe has the TikTok app on his phone. And I was like, Joe, I didn't know you have TikTok. And he's like, I don't. And I'm like, well, you do. Because <laughs> if, if you downloaded it, you have an account. I don't have an account. I just watched the videos. I'm like, no, you definitely have an account. Anyway, his daughter and I laughed about it for a while. Moving on. Um, no, I've never asked any of my friends to pretend that they were gay. I wouldn't date someone who's that crazy and controlling. Have sounds like something you would have done. It sounds like something I would have done. Back when you dated two decades ago, guys probably weren't willing to pretend to be gay. Exactly. I mean, 20 years is a long time, you guys. It literally is. <laughs> yeah. But I have no problem with it. Do you have another question, Joe? We only have like five-ish minutes. Well, there's a great way to meet guys now or girls if you're the guy, you okay. know, persuasion. No. And love is blind. All you gotta do is talk to a wall. Yes. And then you talk to a wall and they don't have to see you. There's no pre-judgments. There's nothing. You just talk to a wall. But it's kind of strange that you watch this five minutes later. I love you. I love you too. We Wait, why me? did they get an accent while they said they loved each other? Yeah, it's weird talking to they're talking to a wall. Okay, I could do a whole podcast episode on Love is Blind, and we're running out of time, but Joe, did you watch the new episodes that just got released, like, yesterday? No, no. I already watched them all. You gotta catch up. It's so good. I hate how they're staggering it. Heather, have you watched Love is Blind yet? I've never watched Love is Blind. Oh, you're such a clown. You're gonna have to go watch uh, season one, then you can watch the reunion, then you can start watching season two, which just got released. Oh, okay. I don't want to be a clown, so I'll do it. Quick question. Would anyone here go on Love is Blind? Has the premises 15 girls, 15 guys. The girls live together. The guys live together for 10 days. And you go into pods where you can't see the people. Talk to them. So you're like dating them without seeing them with the end game to get engaged before you meet. Then you go on vacation in Mexico for a week. Then they move you into an apartment for you guys to share for another like two weeks until you get married. And it works. It was successful. I know at least one couple oh. is still married from the first one. Most of them kind of fall apart. Some people you can tell are just looking for fame. Four minutes left. Joe, would you go on Love is Blind? I don't know because I have the kind of personality that I got I to gotta grow on you. So I don't know if like the first Ten conversation. Isn't enough. Might, yeah, that, that, yeah they, they might be like, what's this guy talking about? Because Accurate. I'm always real. I'm never fake. You know, I'm always just me and I just say what I think and and that's it. And some people might not like that. Hebs, would you go on Love is Blind again, Gage, to someone before you see them? You. Uh, a, no, because that's crazy. 
And two, I, I couldn't live in a house with people for 10 days. I mean, it's, it seems like it's pretty comfortable, but it's not like a big brother thing. I think they might even have their phones and stuff, but oh no, maybe but not. I bring no devices. There's no, no, no devices. devices. You're right. You're right. No devices. But what kills me about the no devices thing is that some people are like seeing their parents for the first time in four weeks. Like you didn't talk to your parents for a month. Like even a text, like what did they think you were dead? Like they, no I don't device. know. If I have they some have issues no with devices. It. Yeah, no, they don't have their devices. I forgot Joe's right. They don't. But anyway, we're running out of time and our podcast is actually about new girl. So we will see you guys next week. We're getting closer to Joe visiting where we're going to bank some episodes in person. Yay. And we hope you have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to us. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.